Losers. Hey, you think I'm going to talk trash? You know what, dude? I am going to give a thumbs down, though. Because here's the thing. This surprised me, and I'm not going to say Save this. Save it for the show. No, I'm not going to say this on the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, John Miles. With me today, over here, Colby Peterson. Our special guest, Sharon Valverde Vargas. And our Oscar guest panelist, Mata. Oscar Mata. Boy, he's not going to say the thing. The showmaker. No, the showmaker. <laughs> the showmaker. What? Is he getting rid of the other one? You, you're not doing the other one anymore? Oscar was never in charge of his nicknames. These have always been assigned. That is true. So he's not the kingmaker anymore? I don't know. I think Whose will be. is stronger, yours or Nina's? <laughs> I'm sticking with it, dude. Kay. Still the kingmaker. Yep. Okay, I appreciate it. On this week's show, we've got the low town with the O-Town. Whoa. Low down with the O-Town. <laughs> there you go. O-Town City Council mm. with Sharon Valverde Vargas. I did that as well as Dan. Plus, we're going to do <laughs> pinkies up, thumbs down, hey, and Dan, the event. We miss you. Nice dig. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but first, what you guys been doing? Man, this week I got freaking Tuesday, man. I just got like laid low, so sick for like three days. Oh, yeah. And still like. Yeah, you not, sounded pretty bad. Not like 100% gone away. It's like, what is the sickness, man? Like, get out of my face. It's been it's been a week. Yeah? Yeah. It's still like you're not 100%. I don't know what it is, man. Terrible. You know what I think it is? The air. Could be the air. My whole house, everyone's sick. Man. I think it's also the benefit of not having kids. You don't get sick to sick as oh, easily that's so you true. guys have kids running around yeah yes I taking agree with all that. these you know germs around it's very it's, true it's true children are like little germ factories because they, <laughs> yeah. they go to school and like they bring back whatever and then oh, it's man. like well yeah but i rarely get sick man like i don't know it doesn't have not like not, not this bad dang right what is going on on the playgrounds <laughs> bunch of germ passing well, yeah guess. yeah that's exactly what's going down <laughs> what about you sharon you've been doing anything i have been hibernating until Christmas, whereas the only time I need to wake up and open gifts. Yeah. So that's me. (laughs) (laughs) But no, honestly, I've just been catching up on sleep, relaxing, buying Christmas gifts, and just getting ready for just the busy days that I'm going to be around at the work with the restaurant. People are just going to be swarming the restaurant the next couple days. I'll be there. Oh, yeah. Serving it all. Are you gonna be food. there on Christmas? I am. Oh, We're open wow. on Christmas. So. Dang. Dedication. Come leave me some tips. <laughs> Plus, like you, you finished, uh, you finished your semester. What a week ago? Yes, I did exactly. I finished so. my semester. So uh, this is um, so next semester I'll be graduating, and I'm super excited. This was a really like, hard semester, but I was so happy to accomplish everything. So I'm really excited just to get through another semester. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Now, one thing we didn't mention at the top. Uh, so Sharon has been interning for JCP this past semester. Yeah. So yeah. we wanted to bring her on and chat a little bit about that. But that's what that's what she's got going on. Yeah. In addition to a busy life running a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. I I enjoyed it a lot. It was a uh, I I was not expecting to like get on jcp and you know like help you guys out and write on write all these like timestamps and and do all these things i never thought i'd do because initially which wasn't as honestly i was like this is not interesting for me but and then once i got into it i was like oh you know kind of nice to know what's going on around your community yeah yeah good yeah yeah. what about you buddy you done anything uh no 
Um, I've been doing last minute Christmas shopping. Mm. You've also been playing Santa around, I noticed. Yeah. A couple of times. Yep. Uh, at the Democrat Christmas party and then yeah, oh, the, that's right. the uh, school, uh, the school that I work at, we did a huge Christmas market type thing and uh, it was, it was Dina Frower. Saw the photos of me in my Santa suit for the <laughs> Dems party and said, why don't you do it for the school thing? And so, yep, I've also been impersonating Santa so you these streets. you bought a Santa costume? Uh, so Zach Zach bought it for the Dems party, and I said, "Hey, can I use it again?" <laughs> oh, so, so the county party technically owns it. I thought it was yeah. yours too. No, I nice. totally thought it was yours. No. Well, I think you played Santa well. I mean, I didn't go to either of those shindigs, but did you do the beard nice. and everything? Oh. Yeah, beard, whole suit, eyebrows, uh, boots, <laughs> no, eyebrows. No, not yeah, eyebrows. You go eyebrows? I, I, I did not dedicate myself <laughs> that much. Um, Next year, though. There's always next year. I'm going to pay you to come to my house in that suit on Christmas night. Kids gone? or No, the kid's oh, okay. there. Okay. What? <laughs> Why would he do that? Oh, the kids are gone. Come over now. In, in your Santa suit. It's, John, oh, it's John's I, kink. I, I now I see John's why. Yeah, Sheena, this is, this is John's kink. Yes. Now you know. Oscar there got know. there before I did. He knows what I like. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, let's talk about Ogden City Council. Um, like we said, Sharon was, has been our intern and she's been covering the Ogden city council for us. So, uh, you may have seen on our website, there've been outlines of the city council meetings and, uh, they've, they've had timestamps to the YouTube videos of the council meetings that Sharon has painstakingly created for us. So we really appreciate her for that. And then, uh, because of that, we've asked her to kind of come on and talk about kind of the broad view of what's been happening on the city council. Um, but to just start off, like you said, you, you came over, you met us. You Was it the signpost advisor who kind of connected you with us? Yeah, exactly. So uh, Dr. Jean Norman, she's the one that runs the signpost. And I got to meet her, and she's always very helpful about getting internships out, you know, when she when she talks with their students, she makes sure like she helps them with whatever like they're interested in, and she's like, "Hey, Sharon, they just threw this out at me. I think it's important for you to get some government under your belt. Like, go for it." I, but I already started the semester. I'm like, I haven't signed up for the internship class. Like, why would they like choose me? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? What the heck? What do I have to lose? So I saw the description. And I I sent you an email, and that's kind of just how it went. She told me just to go for it, and she's like, "It's it's a good balance between what you have going on right now, and it's it's." I was able to fit into my schedule perfectly, which worked out huh. great. That's what I enjoyed. Well, yeah, I was a big fan of you. I met you first, and we sat at Kappa uh, and talked. Kind of, you had your resume and all that, and uh, I mean, you were just super enthusiastic and ready to go, and kind of ready to do whatever we needed. Um, and then your story is really cool. You grew up in Costa Rica. Is that right? Yeah. So I was born in Costa Rica. That's where I was born. And then um, at the age six, I left to Germany. So I was I lived like in Germany for like 14 years. I did elementary school, middle school, high school there. And uh, it's just kind of like what's built, like my mentality of just different perspectives and cultures, countries, just people. Um, that's what I really enjoy the most about like living in Germany. So coming here to you, I was a bit of a culture shock, honestly. Um, but I feel that because of how I was raised and every my mentality that I was built around that, I'm able to like talk the way I talk and like kind of like I guess like I guess kind of just like give like my thought and my voice on things and my opinion and 
maybe most of the people that I've encountered here, they've like spent their whole life here. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's just kind of like, man, living your whole, I mean, I guess it is kind of nice to think that you have a house to grow up in and like, this is like my house since I was a baby, but yeah, like you knew your neighbors. Since yeah. You were a and kid. that was not the case for me at yeah. all. Like I was bouncing around different places and for me it was great. So I'm, I'm able to adapt, which was, which was hard at first, but I was able to do it here. But, um, definitely with the cultures and different people i've really like um been open to like meeting all kinds of people and coming here and talking to the people they find that fascinating and i'm just like oh okay well yeah (laughs) i mean it's kind of like not that different for me but for people it is so it's kind of like nice i guess that i have that to put out on the table and people Uh kind of like we mix conversation i guess yeah 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 well and that reminds me when i was looking into you when you Mm -hmm. first applied uh you don't have a Facebook page? Yeah. Is that just because only old people are on Facebook? Or No, I have a Facebook. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> How do I keep up with my high school friends? <laughs> no, I do. Oh. I literally, it's my name. You maybe, have... maybe I'm just bad you're at bad Facebook. You're bad at sleuthing, bro. Yeah, you yeah. misspelled really my bad name at... bad. You're, you're a bad Facebook stalker. John Miles, bad You got to be a good stalker, stalker okay? All right. You know, I don't have any practice. <laughs> just kidding. I'm so Sharon, once, like you said, you left Costa Rica. Yeah. Grew up in Germany. Sounds like you graduated from high school in Germany. I did. Or very or very close to it. Yeah, I graduated high school there. Yeah. And then came to the United States. Uh did you did you come to Weber on purpose? Like what brought you to Ogden and to Weber State? So pretty much my parents are so I guess big part of the reason why I went to Germany, the reason is because my parents are they work in the Air Force. Okay. So my stepdad, he's retired and my mom she works for the government. So she worked she worked as a teacher on on base at Ramstein Air Force Base. Um and that's kind of like just what happened. Uh, they got a job offer here, right? Probably a year after I graduated high school, and I was doing some college at the University of Maryland, Europe. Mm-hmm. That kind of the college they have there on in Ramstein, and they got a job offer. And for me, it was like, no, I don't want to leave. <laughs> I love my loved my life there. Like, all I did was work, go to school, and travel, and that was amazing for me. So coming here, and out of all places, did you have any idea of Utah? I didn't even know where it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Utah, not Florida, not Texas, not Cali. Because, you know, I, that's just what people oh, yeah. talk Those about. Those are the exciting places. Exactly. Yeah. And I, where I was, you write songs about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be by a beach. But I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Like, it's meant to be. It's just put the plan. And I looked up Weber Stay, and I was just excited to come to a college because in the, the university I was attending in Germany, it was, just, it was just like on base. It was like in a building that it was not a college. It was just like... In a building, the classrooms, literally professor goes there and it's a class. There's no college experience. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was excited for here. I mean, I'm, and living in the States in general, like I'm like, it's the States, America. And, but um, definitely a culture shock at first. Um, people, I just didn't connect with people as much as I thought I was going to at first. And, you know, finding a job and just starting all over. I didn't really talk to people like in school my first couple semesters. But, you know, with time, you learn and you meet people and, you know, there's people just like you out here. You know, it's it's just kind of like you got to find your, your clay. You got to find your people. And uh, now I've been here for like five years and I, I really enjoy living here. I like it a lot. It's, it's not wild, mm-hmm. you know, and I can focus on what I want. If I want to travel around a little bit, there's really nice states around me. I really enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, what drew you to communication and especially journalism? Oh man! So ever since like I can remember, I've loved being like in front of like people, talking, entertaining them while I'm whether it's dancing, whether it's like just joking around, whether it's just socializing, public speaking. I literally like did whatever club in high school like 
Future Business Leaders of America or just kind of like um, Spanish Club or was able just part of anything that I just got me out there. And I realized, like, man, I like to talk. I like to talk and I like I like entertaining people. And I initially did you do, did you do like drama and stuff as yes, well. Yes, yeah. drama. I, I I was like, you know what? I want to be an actress. That's exactly what I want to do. I love using like me and I don't want to sit in an office and I just want to use what I have literally to make money. <laughs> and um, so that's kind of like when I was like, you know what? So I pursued like acting on the side a little bit. Like I do things here and there, like go to auditions and book some commercials. And, but my parents, my mom, she's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta get a degree. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. I want to get a degree that's going to benefit me and what I want to do. Not a degree in like medicine because I don't care about that. Not because I don't think it's bad. It's just not what I desire. Well, I'm with you. Like, it's I not what I like. I couldn't be a doctor yet. Exactly. Like, not, I, can't. I don't want to be a zoo major. I don't want to major in chemistry. Exactly not the thing that i love exactly so pretty much i just like to talk and i like to entertain people and i was like you know what communication is perfect and i like writing and what's funny about writing is that i struggled writing so much growing up i was put on like like uh reading classes like separate from like the english thing the regular like english classes because i needed to like learn comprehension and stuff like that and but, maybe but english was your second language it was yeah. yeah so so you know. that's probably part of the reason but i ended up like loving like reading and writing after a while so that's that's why I don't mind writing, and I'm more of a, I'm more of like an opinion writer, but I've learned recently with my news reporting how to like talk, re- write facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing I struggled in transitioning, and from giving my opinion to like being just straight facts, and uh, but I've gotten a lot better at that, which I've I've I really enjoy. So, well, yeah, and great. it's I'm as you talk about that, I think about like living on a base. You really don't have growing up like much examples of how local government works or even how investigative journalism works. Like there's not somebody investigating stories on the base, right? So all that stuff is kind of fairly new to living here, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the airmen, there's like they have their own journalism and they have like their own like their own journalism thing, like people writing stories and stuff like that. But honestly, I maybe this sounds bad but like as a i was like 18 i didn't care about that yeah, yeah. you know no, what i mean don't feel like, bad yeah. when i was 18 years old all i cared about was skateboarding yeah, and getting hanging drunk. out yeah yeah, yeah. playing guitar at night <laughs> yeah i didn't that care about it. that exactly <laughs> so i was like you know what i have so much time to like graduate uh, you know college like i don't have to worry i just want to have fun right now i just graduated high school yeah right <laughs> so. Yeah. so so going to the city council meetings for us was like your first experience uh, with a city council meeting? Yeah. Is that right? Definitely. So what did you think when you first got there? Well, before You've got I... the people up front. Yeah, I, I got there and I was like, is this going to be really boring? And am I going <laughs> to understand... Am I going to understand anything they're saying? Because they're probably going to use a whole bunch of big words that I've never heard in my life and I'm just going to be lost taking notes. <laughs> but um, you know what? Um, As soon as I got there a little early, my first time I attended was the... um. I think it was September 24th. That's when I attended. It's a good day. Yeah. That's my birthday. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> okay. It is a good day then. Um, well, pretty much I got there. I, I got there like probably 10 minutes early just to kind of see the atmosphere, just to see who who's there, um, who's sitting up at the chairs, writing down their names, kind of s- like vision, my, seeing their face mm-hmm. with their names so I can kind of, when I hear their voice I kinda, and I'm writing, I can kind of tell who's talking and kind of just abbreviate their name or whatever. But um, I noticed it wasn't like ass packed. So I was like, oh, that's... 
it's weird but i mean i don't know if it's supposed to be packed but um i just sat in a, one of the front rows and i just kind of like started watching it. and they started with like the pledge of allegiance and then they it was kind of like a court thing like right yeah. like you know like everybody stands up the pledge of allegiance like a respect type thing sits down and like all do right. they do a prayer do they Nogden do a moment City? of silence no they do a moment of silence yeah, yeah. Oh, which i appreciate I do appreciate Keep that. Keep God out of government, dude. <laughs> I appreciate that, but I found it kind of strange. Okay, my opinion is, like, I think it's in. I would it'd be nice to like kind of like apply this the, the si- moment of silence to something specific, not kind of like a moment of silence kind of like dies out. Okay, it's a moment of silence for what? Like specifically? Yeah, yeah you know? that's true. To like, think about for what here. reason? <laughs> I, every single time I was there, I was like, "What's the moment of silence for?" Like, I know what, what I think of, but what are you thinking of? Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, maybe we could direct this a little bit. Yeah. Focus it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but so, uh, so they do that. They do the pledge of allegiance. They do the moment of silence, and then they they go into business. They go into first item in our agenda is recognition for blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, oh okay. So yeah, they just go into that, and then they just kind of bring uh, different people that are have like uh, plans for either requ- petitions for rezonings, or they ha- want to bring like the new Hilton Hotel that they're trying to they're trying to construct here, or. Um, I guess d- recognitions for different people, which I really enjoyed. Um, they've done like the, they did just recently the Ogden girls high school soccer team. Yeah, they they won did. The state championship. Yeah. Yep. They did. Um, they did this guy. I forgot his last name, but I think his name is Ernie something. They recognized him for like the Christmas village. He like helps out a lot oh, with that. He was like the honorary mayor or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was. Yeah. So they recognized him. So I think that's really nice. They uh, did the disability awareness month. Um, and they brought a whole, right. uh, a lot of like the people that ha- are like have disabilities. They were there and they took pictures and they, they, I think they're planning like a basketball game or something like that. So it was just really nice to see how involved, um, I guess the council members are with the community and it, there's, there's like, I guess you could say like evidence, like there's actual like connections, like they know their names, they're talking, they're like, Hey, it's nice to see you, blah, blah. So, I mean, that was kind of nice. Um, then sometimes they got into, like, the most serious... I guess the most serious stuff came when the, with the public comments, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't expect the public comments. I, I didn't know what to expect at first, but I was like, I guess it's maybe just talk about what people... What, what the some of the presenters are saying or some of the petitions or stuff like that. But other people, like, went straight facts into, like, the nitty-gritty stuff. I, I think when I... when I, My first one was when... Uh, what was that guy's name? He just Giovanni Mercado. Exactly. Giovanni yeah. passed away. And I believe in the elevator, I was with like one of their family members, like there, like when I was mm-hmm. going up and I was like, Oh, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, Oh yeah, we're here for Giovanni. I'm like, Oh, who's that? I, I was like, Oh my, <laughs> like, I don't know, but okay. And then mm-hmm. I realized and I was like, wow, like they were just, you know, I guess I'm protesting, you know, justice for Giovanni and then other people that aren't even related to Giovanni. They were there talking about like, you know, the pro- the police like brutality and how they need to like reinforce, like just kind of like their training and how they handle there's every situation right, escalation exactly, exactly. so yeah. i think what two weeks ago we had malik on to talk mm-hmm. about that exactly yeah malik's one of those guys who was talking not from the family but yeah the other people yeah. i've seen malik there um almost every time i almost every, yeah, yeah. every yep. city council yep. meeting yeah, actually goes. so yeah he's there and definitely has a, his word and he sometimes he's <laughs> like you know i don't know if you're happy to see me but so you've gotten a chance to meet a lot of those regulars at the city council meetings mm. You know, what's funny is that I work for the Signpost Rise News Reporter, and I, in the summer, I went to their protest right outside the council um, building, the council, um, Ogden City Council building. The, the with, municipal building. Exactly. Yeah. 
they're petitioning against the you know ice policies you know what was going on oh, yeah. and the detention the detention camps and one of the uh persons i uh interviewed was malik and because he was there you know talking and then i saw him again at the Ogden city council meeting so i was already aware of what kind of person he was and so i knew he was going to say something definitely like with depth in it so mm-hmm. so yeah but yeah that's excellent so right. as as you sort of like you said the first time going you sit down you're not sure exactly what to expect kind of the first time going to a city council meeting especially one of the city the size of Ogden. Um how i mean as time wore on how, how did that experience mean did you feel like Ashley Wolfies and the elements you know, of real estate are proud to, to support the independent local journalism like, of the oh, okay, Junction City podcast if you're buying or selling um, real estate, or if you need at a first, certified residential appraiser, contact Ashley like, well, at theelementsofrealestate.com or by calling 801-391-8503 and rewatch it again to, to understand I'm everything. Figure this out. <laughs> I'm gonna figure whatever this is out, and th- that's kind of how I went. You know, a lot of people they talk fast as well. You know, and sure. other people they talk slower. So for me, it's obviously under ever easier to understand people that talk slower but the people talk fast i kind of just you know like just remember kind of like how they look like and i go back in the video and watch it again but um for the most part after the first second time going it was pretty easy to understand because i mean they're just talking about they they have visuals so kind of like if they're for example the hilton one they they have this whole presentation the hilton the hilton hotels and how where they want to do it and since i've been here for a few years now i kind of knew where their location was and what they wanted to change what they were taking off what they were adding how it was going to look how much it was going to cost with with the visual and like the person talking it was easy to comprehend um and I guess like with the public comments, it was easy, it was easy to understand as well. Uh, I think for me, but I guess coming from me, someone that's not as involved with this Ogden City Council and like attended it before, it was pretty easy to understand after the first second time. But that's because I forced myself to pay attention because right. I had to, you know, because right. I was submitting stuff to you guys. And I'm like, I can't sound like a complete like right. idiot. <laughs> and please tell me if I do, because I just want to get better. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I feel like I watched that first one over and over to do those timestamps like you did. You really yeah. have to kind of watch them make the point and then mark where they finished the thought you know it's funny john after like my first second one she's like okay well you have a lot of information but you have a lot of information like i have like four pages that i submitted to him and yeah. he's like i trimmed it down and when he gives it back to me it was like a page and a half and i was like oh okay i just didn't know how much i was supposed to submit but right. i was literally writing down so much detail but i mean it was good because i was able to understand you know it was good yeah. it was really good you know too much details not usually bad but yeah 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 <laughs> So as you started attending these meetings, I mean, you got to see a lot of things happen. I, I wondered, I, I kind of wanted to jump into some, maybe some of the highlights. And I, I, one of the questions that I had in my mind was, you know, what was maybe some of the, what was the most tense moment that you saw in the, the city council meetings that you attended, whether that was through public comment or exchanges between the council members? Like what, what was that moment where you're like, oh, dang. You know what? Um, I would say it all started with, with Giovanni, I would say, kind of mm-hmm. like when that happened, every council meeting after that, there was always public comments on, about the police brutality and how to kind of how, how John was mentioning de-escalate like situations and how to handle like their like, I guess like not to shoot like immediately, you know, they have to go through some training again. There was this person that stood out to me um, that she was a female, I'm not going to mention her name, but um, she she kind of came and she talked 
she she came almost every week that I was there and she brought books for the council members to read the oh, the, yeah. the the new Jim Crow and Ooh, you yeah. know she encouraged the, the council members to read them and she's she's like I brought these for you guys they were donated I want you guys to read them please you know very respectful weeks followed she'd come back I just want to let you guys know she would say her comments that she has every week to say and then she'd be like I've noticed you guys have not gotten back to us and it shows me that you don't care you know, or you know that shows me that there's no interest in getting back to me and I want to know I follow up on how you feel about the Jim Crow the new Jim Crow the book what are your thoughts and the council members haven't no, haven't cracked it they said so I understand they're busy I don't know how busy they are where they can't even crack it but I mean there's just a lot for them to to handle and i get that but definitely she had no fear to put her foot down and be like listen like i'm telling you to like read this i'm asking you like guys to read this because it's beneficial and i'm just trying to help our community and you guys have shown no interest and that shows me that you don't care hmm. so that kind of was like oh and she kind of had like a strong presence in a good way like she's kind of like very like a uh, respectable woman and i was like wow that kind of stood out to me definitely like she has like balls <laughs> to go out there and like say that straight to their face she was looking at them like you have not read this book and you have not gone back to me right it's like oh yeah no, it's, it's it's an important book too like i, I bought that before booked on 25th one under I, I bought that particular book and i read about half of it and yeah it's like it can be a lot but uh it's it's worth a read mm-hmm. so so i'm i'm curious with you having you know, sat in the council meetings um, and seeing their uh, their interaction with the community and with one another. What's your perspective on those seven council members? I mean, which ones do you think were leaders? Which ones kind of stood out as being, I don't know. Like, is there silent? any that stands out in your head immediately as like a good one or a bad one? Yeah. Council member Lopez. Yes, I... I've I, I I like him because I feel he like he's genuine. Um, I think he definitely when he has something he has to say he'll say it even if he's like sometimes he's like I'm not really sure I'm supposed to do this but I mm-hmm. want to make sure like I let you know that I've heard you and I understand what you're saying we're gonna make he like he if I feel like he really does care he was actually there at that protest as well when mm-hmm. that I was mentioning and I actually spoke to him I had no idea he was a council member at that moment he wasn't a tie but I was just like he's I mean as in a in a shirt and tie but I just assumed he was just you know coming from work I had no idea he's a council member but his face was familiar mm-hmm. but yeah he um he definitely stood out to me he just he he it seems like he's very like um caring and he really like wants to like I think he's the, um, he's, I feel like the soft one in a good way there. <laughs> that's just, I guess, wanting to like, yeah, help the one with heart. yeah like he, it seems like, I feel like he has heart and, um, some people, you know, I feel like in positions like that, you, I know you have to make hard decisions and you know, you have to be tough and you can't like be, be kind to everybody and just do whatever, what everybody wants or what you would like. It's just not like that. But um, I feel like for the most part, Councilmember Lopez, he has done a, he has represented himself really well. And I feel like people should be proud and he should mm. be proud as well. So yeah, right. just one reelection, you know, uh, he did have a challenger and that person ended up, they had a conversation. And after that conversation, that person ended up dropping out, feeling that, yeah. you know, Councilman Lopez Luis would be a good person to represent them. And Definitely. so, yeah, I think that Ogden has spoken. They've, they feel confidence in him as well. Yeah. Yeah. So any council members that weren't 
that great hmm. that, that you want to talk about? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I mean, I wouldn't say not great, but what, um, council member white she always she had a she has very strong opinions about things you know mm-hmm. there's been a couple of decisions where um oh, i can't recall exactly which one it was but there was a rezoning or something like that where she pretty much said no i don't want to do it i don't agree with it i think it's moving too fast mm. um i can't remember exactly which one it was right now but she pretty much she she, she has a pretty strong opinion too and now Sometimes I didn't understand what she was saying, so I was like, "Oh, I don't know if what she's saying is right or wrong." Because she's the odd one out that's like saying, "I don't like this," right? But um, maybe she's just playing it safe. Maybe she doesn't want to like anything come back to her, I guess, or maybe she doesn't want to like have her dip her her hands in anything wrong, right? That she thinks could go wrong or could come back to her. But I mean, <clears throat> honestly, from what I've learned this semester, I have not. Uh, had anything no council member stood out to me be like mm, man, that was kind of like rude to say um i guess in the council meetings during the meeting the mayor can't mayor Cowell can't talk right like because he does not talk until the end yeah, that- <coughs> yeah that's correct yeah. that's correct yeah it's sort of like uh, it's it's kind of the it's the council space right and the, right. Ma- the mayor is there to kind of yeah you know provide i guess guidance or i guess for in a way or- from the ad- admin side if needed yeah or if like there's any if there's any questions the council has directed for the administration yeah that's why he can answer those Mike but marker there yeah but i mean it's it's the council space it's their their meeting yeah so i guess i should pay attention more to like who's not good <laughs> because i'm assuming you have someone in some someone in mind if you're no. asking or no well the kingmaker's got an axe to grind i've dude. uh i've i've helped <laughs> he'll elect. tell you who's bad I've I've <laughs> helped elect six of the seven, so I I mean I, um, you know I has Marsha like been it. on the longest? Um, no, the longest serving council person is Bart Blair. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Bart is wrapping up his third term, which will expire in twenty twenty one. Yeah. And Richard Heyer is the next one who is starting his third. Oh. Um, at the beginning of the new year. I see. Um, and it, it is interesting uh, what what Colby brought up that Ben, Luis, and Richard, the three council members, who were all up for election this unopposed. year, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so as I try to think back about the things that were covered on the council over the the past few months, it I can think of the shooting. It seems like all of the public comment has been about the shooting. And all of the agenda items have been about development. And I'm trying to think of anything other than those things that's really come up in the meetings. Can you? Um, well, there's been the 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 CBD. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. They had to that... figure out the logistics of exactly. marijuana legalization. Exactly. And there was some, oh, yeah. some public comments on that. Right. Um, pretty much some of the the people were upset that the locations they were looking at were on um, mainly like minorities where minorities live oh. supposedly, oh, okay. you know what I mean? So people were upset about that. Why can't they be in like closer to us white people, white neighborhoods? <laughs> and it's like, or maybe more just in business districts in general. Yeah. Know? They're like, like along, you know, cause to be honest, like if, if a person needs to go and get medication like that, yeah. Why shouldn't it be on a, on a route 
for one of the bus lines. 25th Street. Yeah, or something like it, you know? Like, that that seems to make sense. So I know nothing about this. Do we know where they were proposing or where they where they ended so up? Uh, it's limited to the west side of Ogden, the Newgate area, and second in Wall Street for pharmacy options. Mm. So that's kind of, those are the two zones. Newgate area is a hub. Yeah, I mean, there are quite a few buses going second through there. Second Wall. Uh, they just want everyone. So they want to put it by the liquor BDO? store. Yeah, and yeah. BDO. They want to yeah. put it by the liquor store. <laughs> a lot of people getting on the bus there too. <laughs> <laughs> that would like marijuana. Well, at least they're not <laughs> driving. <laughs> it's all on the same yeah. route. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so that was a big one. Two uh, <laughs> so rezoning for um, medical cannabis in Ogden and yes. potential potential dispensaries, private dispensaries. Yes. Uh, well, well, and they they also recently passed. Um, House Bill 411, right? That's right. Adopting the the city policy for that. Correct? Yeah, the climate change. Um, well, I would coalition. say coalition. Well, what I would say is it's more of a it's more of a an option for the city to make a goal toward 100 percent renewable energy by a certain time period. Right. To think about thinking about climate change coalition. Yeah. So, Sharon, could you maybe talk a little bit about that process about you know the city council working through HB 411 and then you know eventually passing it. Yeah, so they, they're like what you were mentioning about the hundred percent renewable energy. Uh, they're it, this is like a goal. They said here. They said by twenty thirty. Um. So there's other options for the city to upset these goals, but um. Pretty much in the meeting, they were discussing. Um, I guess. The people were so. Oh, let me mention during this during this me uh, during this meeting there was a people silent protesting. A hundred percent. What did it say? It said a hundred percent clean Ogden, hmm. and they were holding it during it. Um, and actually, council member Marsha White, she was like, "Hey, can we like have them like put their like their like papers down? They're <laughs> like, and then really." Yeah, yeah, and then and so I was like, "Oh, that's weird," because they've they've done pro- silent protesting before, and and then that didn't happen. And then um, Councilmember Lopez, he was like, "Are they? Wait, wait, wait but hold on, I just want to say something. Like, aren't they allowed to like have their paper? Like, <laughs> have their respectful? Yeah, protests? yeah. You know, it's like freedom of speech. And then she's like, "I know, but I just don't want it to like you know, like." You know, like she said something about other people, not not everybody being able to see it because in, see. with, with Her, the live feed. Yeah. But I was like, so the current, yeah, the concern was other people couldn't see. Yeah, exactly. Like so it. pretty, yeah, exactly. So pretty much, but but then it was like, no, they're allowed to. So then, Councilmember Lopez was like, okay, well, put them back up, put them back up. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that was kind of that was kind of interesting. Moment. But um, he he Councilmember Lopez he commented on uh, he commented on the cost and like how. Um, how the air quality like th- this has been like I guess like devastating for him personally because he says like where he comes from like he, well I mean where he's where he lives his son he's he's nine and he says that he he wouldn't want his son to like grow up with this quality with this air quality just and then like in the future have him like have like breathing problems or something like that you know mm-hmm. what I mean and I relate with that because my stepdad he ever in Germany we were fine like we no problems getting sick or anything here he like literally has a headache every single day mm. his stuffy nose every single day and like it's it's a problem like it affects his like his like i guess he, he gets like upset he's like i don't feel good like this sucks yeah. this air quality sucks yeah and um 
so yeah so i i totally related to that when they uh when they were commenting on that but um so most of the comments are wanting to adopt the ordinance for um, HB 411. So a lot of support in the public uh, comment Oh my gosh, there was so much support. Everybody was like, this is going to like be great for, for Ogden. Like uh, people have been living here for a while. They're like, you know what? It's just gotten really bad and we just need this for, for our community. It's really nice to see all the, all the, all the, all the voices that people have been like, you know, all these voices in, in the meetings, people like being interested in you know like wanting this change like actually caring like younger people they don't they don't i don't i mean they see it but i don't think they like care because they don't actually know like maybe like what how this affects you in the long run you know like maybe it's you can visually see it but sometimes you kind of go about your day but other people have been here for a while they're like this is getting really bad and this is gonna like kill us and Mm -hmm. we need to do something about it but um i was just looking at the air quality because like you're saying you're sick we've all been sick at my house again I looked at the air quality yesterday. It was orange. Okay. And it's like, that's toxic for people who are sensitive, people with health conditions, yes. people who are young, people who are old. And it's like, it's also very bad for me. I just might not be seeing immediate effects, but my kid might be up coughing all night because of that. And I might get lung cancer. Yeah. So at our children's school, they have, uh, they put up flags, you know, that go along underneath the uh, the US flag and it's always a, it's a color right so it, it always depends on the air quality so if it's a green day it's a green day if it's a yellow day you know then yeah. if it's a red day they don't they don't let the children go outside oh, okay. mm. That's they, interesting. they have to stay inside uh, council member white she actually added uh, that she believed that HB411 is not the answer for clean energy and uh, but hmm. she does agree that that it's important to have a main goal in um and transportation and main goal in transportation issues because people were saying that there wasn't like a main goal for this uh for for the hp 411 it was just kind of like just we need to get it done all this stuff but there needs to be like a main goal to like continue with this that's what right it's kind of like just to give feedback to the energy companies but there's no real action to it yeah exactly they're like they needs to narrow down to like a main goal and but council member she said that she, she doesn't think it's the answer to clean energy and councilman mm. blair he said that there also needs to be a goal, a goal but he believes that it's like it's the hb 411 is an ambitious goal that's what he said exactly an ambitious and goal yeah that's what he said all right <laughs> so he he and he believes that you know he loves he loves he said he loves a community and he thinks that he thinks that he he, he wants it to be proactive and not reactive mm. so that's kind of what he what I had. I think it's a little too late. Yeah, a little yeah, late. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's, it's difficult, <laughs> right? When you know when, when you're staring down the barrel of it, it's hard to be proactive. Yeah. You have to do something. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. just all stop reacting for a second. And get proactive. <laughs> well, I mean, this is what I always say about the. Ki- stop um, complaining about your daughter coughing at night, John. Just be proactive. <laughs> what How I always can you stop her coughing in five years? <laughs> yeah. Or it's what I would say about you know Democrats in Utah. It's just like how do we how do we be more proactive and less reactive, but stuff when you know republicans do crazy stuff all the time right well yeah yeah so uh before 11 they, the, the city council ultimately did adopt yes five two five two uh do you remember who the two vote no votes were do, do you guys know mm. i think it was mm. i think it was higher and blair higher yeah. and blair voted against yeah everybody else went for yep yeah. so that'd be that'd be Marsh- dutch stevens marcia ben angel jaberka and uh louise yeah yeah, well, that's wonderful. Well, and so do you have some notes on the marijuana debate? Because I'm curious about what was said in that. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
So marijuana, I'm going to find that over here. So a lot of people, like, you know, in Utah, people have been wanting to get that done here and people didn't think that was going to happen because, you know, it is Utah and people. <laughs> it's true. I've talked to people from Idaho who were yeah. like blown away by the fact that we were able to get that done. Uh, I went I went up to Boise uh, like a year ago, I think, because I really wanted to go meet the, uh, the president of the Young Democrats of Idaho mm-hmm. um, and Jesse Boyer. And uh, so I was up there talking to her and yeah, we were working on it or maybe we, we had passed it at that point. And uh, she was just like, how did you guys do that? Like, how how did that get done? And I'm just like, well, I don't really, I, don't, I can't really say. People like how, love weed, yeah. lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was just like, I, I think that, you know, it's just a, it's a common sense thing. And uh, the opioid crisis is particularly acute in Utah. So literally like almost all the states around us have like medical or recreational like we accept. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, and, and most people are looking for something else. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. So pretty much like the city's responsibilities is to define manufacturing zone, zones that allow production. So but they were all saying how there needs there needs to be regulations to permit medical marijuana in all commercial and manufacturing zones with the exclusion of residential and community location buffer areas. Hmm. So um, the establishments will include size limits of 100,000 square feet indoors and four acres outdoors. Hmm. And um, they're... So so they're designating uh, you could have grow operation. Yeah. 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 And there is to be like five to eight, but no more than 25 permits issued statewide for cultivation facility. Yeah. So... So yeah, but um, like we we're mentioning the two zones in the areas where people were kind of finding con- they were kind of concerned about those areas. Why choosing those areas? But um, um, B- Blair and White adopted the ordinance and it passed. And um, the the public comments were concerning the zone. They were concerned about the zoning being minority areas, and they were just saying that they would like some consideration in the white prominent zones. But um, so one thing I was wondering about this then is you know they're talking about. Did they talk about the dispensaries as sort of an, an all-inclusive operation? So it's like this is where the growing happens, and then it also dis- the dispensation like happens in the same area. Like yeah. it all happens in one spot. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's how, that's what I understood from that. That's how it's gonna be. Um, and they didn't want it to be very flashy. It's probably gonna be like very boring, gray color. Nobody knows. Probably like a another like dog food factory or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to smell like one. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly <is> not. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people I'm pretty sure were excited about that, but so. And so, uh, do you know who voted no on that or was it everybody supported it? Everybody supported it. Oh, I guess it was. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much happen. already state law. Yeah, right. So yeah. they're just, they're just trying to re- just the retool. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. zoning to match what yeah. the state law was. So right. it's easy to get behind. Right. Yeah, Exactly. That same day, actually, um, there was like a judge court recertification with um, Judge Clay Stuckey. And uh, it was really nice to hear him talk, you know, as a judge, you know. I mean, I don't know how many courts you guys have been to just to watch or something like that. This guy has been to a few in particular. I've been to a few and I emailed every single council person about that court recertification. Mm. Yeah, he gets arrested a lot. That's really... No, just kidding. (laughs) Just by nature of his his job, he knows a lot of judges. Actually, I did have to pay a a ticket at the uh, Ogden Justice Uh, Court. Was speeding? You got speeding? No, Loitering. my my tags were expired. (laughs) I freaking hate that one. By a few months. Oh, by a few months? (laughs) Yeah. Kingmaker. (laughs) <laughs> I know. You're parking like a jerk. Your yeah. tags are expired. You don't even have Weber State plates. No. Yeah. Be better. No. 
I he's I'll, working I'll try. on. I'll try. Being I'll try. Material. Walk over but. there. Pay your thirty-five dollars and get your Weber plates, bro. I need that. I don't have that. Thirty-five dollars at the at the DMV. The money goes to alumni center. Goes to scholarships. Oh, that's what I'm they do with the money. I'm good. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do that when I'm an actual alumni. Oh, mm. alumni not, too. Not good care. enough, huh? Yeah. No. <coughs> mm. Well, pretty much. So he went up there and like talked, like um, Judge. Stucky, I guess we could say. Yeah. And um, he pretty much talked about how he like genuinely cares about bettering like the defendants, um, so they don't return to the court. And he um, he said the, that he he has has like procedural fairness, what he would say. Um, he he wants to but he wants the people to be heard and to for the problems to be solved and not repeated in the future. So he actually told the council members he invites them uh, to sit in a court meeting just to get a feel for what the justice court is doing for the citizens and how they remain fair within their power. Um, he also asked to, re- to schedule a work meeting with the council to address concerns about the court. And council member Lopez, he agreed. He was like, yes, he wants to take him up on those work sessions to talk about that. Interesting. So, and there was actually some people in the public mon- moment of uh, comments um, that uh, kind of like talked about that again. It's like, Oh, I with, when judge Stucky was talking, like I totally agree. Like what he was saying, he's, he's completely right. Like he does a great job. Like he's very fair. He wants people to generally do better and not come back. And you know, that's the kind of like, I feel like that's the kind of like judges we should have. And I think it's really nice to have like someone that's like, you know, giving that example. So others can, you know, kind of follow, follow like him and do do the same or, or, you know, just grow together. So that's nice. Cause you know, Ogden, how it goes sometimes it's gone. Like I've, what I've heard from in the last year, I guess 20 years, it's a lot different than what it is now. It's gotten better. Indeed, yeah. But um, it's just nice to see that there's people that genuinely care about, you know, some people that, you know, they feel like their life may be over or not. You know, they're going through some tough times. And the judge there is really genuinely trying to make things better and help them out however he can. So that re- that stuck out to me positive. Yeah, that's yeah, great. That's yeah. So is he, Kingmaker, is he, a, is he in the, the adult court or is he juvenile? He is adult, so okay. it's Stucky. So that's, that's that's a city justice court. Yep. So Ogden City has two. It's Stucky and Junk, or they're the two. Two judges for the city. And yeah, and uh, Councilmember Lopez is pushing an ordinance uh, that's similar to what State Representative uh, Lou Shirtliff is pushing statewide uh, to kind of uh, do a separation of uh, of treatment and private probation companies because private probation. Companies have a hold on the courts right now, and Councilmember Lopez is trying to stop it. Mm. So, mm. Um, yeah, I, I think probably next month or in February we'll see a lot of uh, exciting things happening in the courts mm. based off of Councilmember uh, Lopez's uh, proposed or- ordinance. Nice. So that ordinance has not passed yet. So no, it, but it, it will it, be coming it, up it on the agenda. Yeah, yeah. So in January. Either January or February, he's still trying to draft it um, to make it work. Um, it's going to probably look uh, because Logan City did something very similar. Okay, uh, so they have like a model. What Luis wants to do, and so yeah, he's trying to tweak it a little bit, but to make it work for Ogden. So let's mm-hmm. dig into that a little bit, because I've I've been interested in this very thing, and mine is not as serious. Mine is far more frivolous, even though I get I get heckled on this show for it, but. I want to see an ordinance or a, a resolution in the city declaring Fridays Weaver Wear Fridays, mm. and I want to go talk to our man. You just got to be as cons- or as persistent as Oscar here as the Kingmaker. Yeah, I honestly, 
I do. I email them. I call them. I text them. And depending on some of the council members, I stop by their houses. <laughs> I don't know how. I can oh speak from gosh. experience as to how persistent Oscar can be. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so uh, how so. does the council member get, you know, does he work with city lawyers to get the, the you know, the, the, the language drafted similar to what the folks at the state legislature do where they have an idea, they come up with some language, they work with lawyers on staff to make sure everything, you know, works in legalese. And then, you know, and then they take it to, you know, committee, which in this case would be it's much smaller because it's the council, but they maybe have a work session on it or something or not even that. What? Yeah, so the, the council, they have uh, a council staff, and so that's a few uh, policy analysts, and then their executive director is Janine, I want to say her last name's Elmer or something like that. Oh, okay, and this but is the executive so, director for the council. Yeah, and so basically uh, the, the council Bill, Bill member Kirk can say, hey, I want to do ordinance A, and the council staff kind of say, okay, well, you know, we'll, you know, make it work. And so they talk to whatever department that ordinance would kind of be over. And then they say, okay, this is kind of the draft of what the, you know, what the ordinance would be. Here's kind of the feedback we're getting. Do you want to continue with it? And so if they say yes. Do you know if Colby had, if Colby was trying to push an ordinance for that, would well, he my, need my, to get... Mine is different because it's a resolution, right? Like mine is far less serious. Well, okay, but, sure. But, in this but case, even like, if you were... Like, would he need <laughs> everybody to get... has to wear purple on Fridays or you get cited. <laughs> there you go. Let's just let's just codify it right now. But so would he need a sponsor on the council or could he approach the staff himself and say, hey, help me make this better for presenting to the council? He he could approach the staff um, like their emails are on their uh, they're on the city website. But it definitely helps more. The staff having, would probably say having a council, a council member. Indeed, yeah, that, um, and I feel that that definitely feels like the route, in. right? Where it's like you know, in you know, say you wanted a state law passed, well, you go talk to your state legislator and say, hey, can we work on this, or can you find somebody to work on this? You know, you don't go straight to their staff and say, hey, I want to do this, and then once we have it ready, then we're gonna, you know, we're gonna pitch it to Lou Shirtliff. Yeah, that's not that's not what's gonna happen. Yeah, and so all right, you um, hear that, Benedalski? <laughs> I'm gonna be after <laughs> after New Year's. I'm gonna be emailing you, bro. And see, yeah, we're gonna talk about it's this. It's just bugging. It's you know persistence. Because um, I want to get this in. You know the every city in the county. Do it. I I mean the the way I got Lou to push this bill statewide for me was uh, we were at a concert. We were at the same concert. What show? Barry Manilow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's some shade. Um, Why? I am proud to say I am a fan. Because the Kingmaker's twenty five years old. <laughs> Fanalo. Um, Fanalo. He's the yeah. Fanalo. All right. Um, All right. No, it was the the concert that uh, that Dina Frower did. With, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. 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 In October last year. Yeah. And so fundraiser. Lou was there. I was there. I started <laughs> pitching the idea to her. Yeah, it was great. So nice. What I'm saying is, go to concerts. <laughs> Don't maybe, be afraid to pitch. Maybe you'll always be selling. See, yeah. Or, exactly. Always be selling. <laughs> Always be closing. I know. Yeah. No, that's somebody else's. Mine is always be selling. It's well, better. There you go. John I, John is pretty good at sales. <laughs> okay. So, Sharon. Um, so, you have written up all this stuff. Um, I mean, you've done the weekly summaries of what's happened in the meetings, but then you kind of ri- written up a, a summary of the whole time. Is that right? At least a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So, kind of like how it goes is I write summaries. I do the timestamps, and I grab like the most important stuff from each 
each council meeting and that's just kind of like the highlight points mm. so that was the ones i've been mentioning mm. um but yeah just kind of narrowing it down to like the nitty-gritty stuff because but so all of that is available on our website and people can yeah. go back and review it all and and even yeah. be linked to all of the yeah exactly moments in the meeting and things like that exactly something specific stuck out to you just click the link and just take you to that yeah. yeah. In fact, it was a, a recommendation that we got for the description of the podcast was timestamps like what Sharon's been doing mm. so Great. that folks can know, okay, this is the, the section where they're talking about this, this the section either. where, the, yeah. yeah. And so we're going to have to start putting those in to, you know, the podcast as well. So mm. you started a movement. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. People like the timestamps. Yeah. Uh, so was there anything else that stood out to you from your time here that we didn't talk about? Um. I, not really. I mean, I I really, for me, the greatest part was hearing the public comments because it's so nice to see what people have to say. And as much as the council members do take it in and like do something about it or not, that's their choice. But I think it's nice to see how um, our community has the guts to like say what they feel is right and give their opinion, whether some of them are crazy or not. I mean, some <laughs> of them are really good stuff, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, uh, I guess what stood out to me was just kind of being aware of a little bit of what's going on in your community. Like really, if, if it, it is, it can be a little boring, but some of the stuff, like some of the stuff that was said was interesting. Like what I mentioned, like the, the the marijuana one was interesting the when when stucky when judge stucky came to talk that was really interesting you know um when they're talking about hb 411 that was really interesting as well you know because these are like these are things that could like potentially like affect us people we care about around us so it's kind of interesting just to know and like be like knowledgeable about what what are what is being said and what it what is actually being said what is what they're talking about so right Right, because it's interesting. I mean, you don't live in Ogden, but there are a lot yeah. of things going on in that meeting that affect you because yeah. you live in the area. Ogden is the county seat and also, you know, the, the most populous city in the yeah, county. But... I'm in Ogden every single day, you know? Like, right. I live outside of Ogden. But I'm in Ogden every single day. I, I do most of my stuff in Ogden. I study in Ogden. You you my work. friends live in Ogden. Yeah. I work in Ogden. So it's kind of like, it's just, you know, it's my city, so. Has it made you want to attend your city council meeting? In your own city? Um, I haven't. You know, I initially was supposed to do that, but I ended up not because I just did this one. Because it's a boring city. And, and what, there's nothing going on. It's probably it? Plain City. It's one of those oh, Western. Oh, Plain City? <laughs> yeah. Tiny yeah. yeah. I'm With the from goats city. and yeah, the horses. Yeah. 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 yeah what are they JB's really the mayor. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. The goats, probably the council, <laughs> the council yeah. members. It's pretty low key out there, guys. <laughs> I will say that the, one of the big things out in Plain City right now that you'll probably hear fairly regularly in the city council meetings out there is development right yeah like the, western, oh. the western part of the county is developing oh, fair, yes. fairly quickly and uh plain city has been an incorporated city for quite a time and uh like when they put the kents in out there oh yeah i was, live two minutes away from that kent yeah, literally that's it's a, amazing that was a, well and that was a bfd to a lot of people because you know for them they didn't have to drive all the way yeah. to north ogden now or go to walmart in harrisville they opened up a dollar store there they did and the pickleball courts they yeah well i used to live right down the street oh, from wow. those, like a block Dang. from those pickleball courts they yeah. opened up like a like a pizza place west side pizza i think it's really? called it's bomb is it good yeah it's hmm. good so i haven't lived in, i haven't lived there for a year it's super yeah. good but uh but the, 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 the big thing out there is development, right? And mm-hmm. I think that if you were to go throughout the county, especially in the western parts of the county, I mean, we've had Nina Morse on this show talking about development in West Haven. You know, mm-hmm. it's a big chunk of the western part of the county. It's, 
it's a huge question, you know, and, you know, these more sleepy communities in, in the county, like they are now starting to deal with what growth looks like for them, too. And so I think that, you know, if you were to go to Plain City Council meetings, you'd probably <laughs> you'd probably get uh, get a lot of questions. You probably have to know a lot of stuff about development yeah. or you could learn a lot about development. But, man, it's happening. Yeah, mm. definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Sharon, for uh, coming course. and telling us about all of that. Thank I, you. I had one last question for you, Sharon, oh, yeah, and it course. was this. What's your advice to those interested in getting more informed on what the city council is up to? I mean, what would you tell those folks? You know, if they were sort of in your exact shoes back on September 24th, first time showing up to a meeting, what's your advice to them? My advice would be get there a little earlier, just for the first time, get there a little earlier, just to get the vibe and just kind of see what's what's around you, who maybe talk to some people and stay stay after a little bit because some of these council members are willing to talk to you or maybe you want to catch someone's opinion or someone something interesting someone said or hey why are you here you know kind of like i guess my mind always goes into interview mode but mm-hmm. um i guess just just give it a shot just go out there and be interested if if you if you if you like ogden if you like living in ogden and you care about people in ogden it's it's nice to just go in there and just uh just listen to it uh, take a note. I take my notepad, take notes and, uh, just kind of like enjoy it. You know, it's, it's not like a chore. You go there and enjoy and kind of learn about what's going on in your community. That's all. It's really, it sounds a lot like, like it sounds a lot boring than, than what it really is. It's, it's not as boring. And that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Especially like what you talked about where they had a lot of folks come in, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to honor them. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to hear about, I love highlighting people's lives. That's yeah. one of my favorite things. Feels like you get that stuff too. And so yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's a nice really, perk. That shows that they care, that there is care, that there's like, you know, love there. And, um, well, and it's a good point that, you know, you should just go expecting that you're not going to understand everything mm-hmm. that's going on, but don't be afraid to bring a pen and a pencil or paper and just start writing it down and read over it a couple of times and then you'll understand it. You'll It's all everything in life is learning, you know. You can't just like you don't know everything just off the bat. You, there's a learning process to everything, you know, and that's sure. in s- small things and big things. So here, took my notepad, I sat down, I didn't understand anything and I went on my computer, listened to it a couple of times more and then I did some further research and then with time I are, I don't have to do as much research because I already know what they're talking about. So yeah. it only gets better. It's always hard a little bit at the beginning, but it's it's nothing like nobody can do, you know. It's it's in, and for some people, you never like me. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but I ended up enjoying it. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's so many people have the same shoes as me. So yeah, absolutely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, great. All right, thanks again. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. All right, we're going to break, and then we'll be back with our uh, pinkies up, thumbs down. <laughs> Ashley Wolthius and the Elements of Real Estate are proud to support the independent local journalism of the Junction City podcast. If you're buying or selling real estate, or if you need a certified residential appraiser, contact Ashley at theelementsofrealestate.com or by calling 801-391-8503. And we're back. Let's get right into the events. Colby, take it away, my friend. Okay, so, I mean, this week was kind of lean. I was trying to find events that we could throw up here and include on on the Facebook page, and there weren't a lot. Uh, But what I did find, some kind of, some ones that we've had before, but also some more interesting ones. So Thursday, December 26th, Ogden City has a Landmarks Commission. This is the folks that kind of try and preserve historic buildings in the city. 
so they have a landmarks commission. Uh, they will be meeting at 4.30 p.m. in the municipal building. Um, you can We have the, the link to that in the show notes if you want. But uh, 4.30 to 5.30, Thursday, December 26th, go to the Ogden City Landmarks Commission. If you're a fan of local history, um, the folks on the commission will care about it just as much as you do. So connect with them. Does it say what they're discussing? Uh, yeah, I think the, the agenda is so on the link. If you click the link, it will take you to the page, the meeting okay. page, and the agenda will be there for you. Okay. Uh, next, we have Saturday, December 28th. Uh, typical one, uh, Dems Coffee. So this is the weekly meetup with the Weaver County Democrats. Uh, that, this time it's going to be at Hub City Coffee. So it's 3525 Grant Avenue. It'll be same time as always, 930 to 1030 a.m. We have the uh, link to it in the show notes, and it's also uh, linked on our Facebook page if you go to events. And then finally, on the same day, Saturday, December 28th, if you are willing to head down to Salt Lake, there will be a Kwanzaa celebration at Discovery Gateway Children's Museum. That's at the Gateway. Uh, That'll be from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., so it's an all-day thing. If you don't know much about Kwanzaa, you can go down there and learn about it and uh, learn about a celebration that uh, doesn't really get talked about much in our community. So those are the events that I have for you. Nice. All right, let's move to Pinkies Up, Thumbs Down. Who's yep. got one? Yeah, I was going to say, we have no polls this week, so we we'll skip that. Pinkies Up, Thumbs Down. So I've got two, yeah, all right. uh, two Pinkies Up. So first one is to Lou Shirtliff for voting against the tax reform bill. Indeed. The, only, the only elected official in Weber County. At the, at the state legislature that did so. She yep. gets like an eternal thumb pinky up. She yeah, kind of does. True. It's true. Uh, but no, I, I, I text her that night saying, I am so proud to have worked on your campaign because of that vote. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just thought it was great. You know, she listened to those that she's supposed to be serving. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, Alliance for, for a Better Utah they they did polling in house districts seven and eight, eight and seven, yeah. uh-huh. and overwhelmingly it was like seventy seven percent people the, did not support the tax yeah, reform. They did tax not reform. support the tax reform, but yet Anderson and Waldrop uh-huh. were easy yes votes. Yeah, yeah. thumbs down uh, to that. The speaker, I liked those posts they sent out. Those were useful. Yeah, yeah, we shared them in in groups that we're in. I think yeah. we even shared them in the Junction City Forum as well. Yeah. Um, and then my other pinkies up. Um, don't worry, there's no spoilers, but Star Wars. Is it good? Oh, yeah. That was really good. Move too Great fast. Great way to end it. Mm. You've no. seen it? Yeah. You've gone? T- oh, I saw it. Have no, you gone? I haven't. I'm all about Jumanji. Yeah, my <laughs> wife was pretty good, too. Yeah, my wife I, took I the children on Friday. Yet. Yeah, I didn't go. But no, it didn't move too fast. It the, did. The, <laughs> He's like, the two previous the ones were way too slow. Well, that I'm does like, not mean that they didn't move too fast this no, time. No, no, it was just right. John it is was a good. hater on everything. No, I, it was good. John does like to be a dick. It's hey, true. I'm not going to lie to myself about the flaws in Star Wars or the Democratic Party, all right, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You hey, know. I'm sure there are plenty of criticisms to be leveled. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a pinkies up. Um, I just want to shout out to everybody at Weber State that just graduated in yeah. last commencement. There you go. Right. Yeah. Associates, bachelors, masters, congratulations. Um, right. I have Good a few one. friends that uh, received their degree, and I've watched them through the years, how they've grown, and I, I just think that's amazing. And next semester, that's me. So yeah, just congratulations right. to them. Yeah, yeah. it'll be your yeah, nice. yeah. I actually had a friend, so um, a guy who, so we both have the masters in comms, and then we were going for the MBA. Uh, he graduated, same, uh, last week. And um, 
it's it was pretty awesome. I, I don't know if you guys do you guys follow the Goddard School at all on social media, Weaver Biz. No. So they shared the video of this. Um, he asked his, his uh, girlfriend to marry him on the stage. So oh, so I think yeah, it did. I, I saw that. that. Yeah. So so what he did was uh, yeah. How did that go? That's crazy. It was it was uh, he's cash is a genius. So what yeah. he did was. Um, so he put a note um, when they, I don't, I don't know if you know this, when they give you the little, the little thing that the, the diploma is supposed to go in, the diploma is not actually in there. Right. You have to wait for like, uh, usually four weeks and then they'll mail it to you. Um, so, but they give you the thing the day of, you know, and you shake the, right. de- the Dean's hand and you sh- sometimes the president of the university is there and you know, all that good stuff. And so, so in this case, she goes across the stage, you know, she shakes the Dean's hand. When you get a master's degree, they put a hood on, on you around your neck. Right. It's like a thing. And then uh, you go across stage. You, what? You, you didn't know that? It's, it's not what you think. No KKK <laughs> stuff. No KKK stuff. Sounds questionable. <laughs> no, nah, man. So she goes across the stage, and then they hand her the thing. Um, she opens it, and there's a note in there that says, you know, we've talked about marriage, you know, once graduation is over, and I can't wait any longer. And so she's like, what? And she turns around. And he's right there. And he's on the other side of the stage, because he's next. Oh, you know, in line. jeez. And he's on one knee, man. And Amazing. She starts crying. Everyone's crying. Everyone's crying. Everybody's watching. I love, what an audience. I freaking love weddings, man. And yeah, so, they're so fun. The excuse yeah. to get... <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> yeah, That's right. But uh, but yeah, I was like, man, that guy guy's a genius. And so, yeah, pinky's up to that, man. Nice. Good for them. Do you have a, pink, do you have a pinky app? Uh, I thought about this one. And uh, I was thinking, you know, sort of stay in the Weber State vein because you guys know how much I love that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think probably, you know, pinky's up to the football team this year. Um you know, against all, they had a tall order on Saturday afternoon against James Madison. I mean, they're they're a great team, and they were as advertised. They really gave the Wildcats some struggle. And uh, but Pinky's up to them. This is this is the winningest senior class in Weber State football history. Uh, three-time Big Sky champions, like a lot to be proud of. Didn't make the national championship game next uh, coming up in January, but you know what? Pinky's up to those guys. Mm. Really, really incredible work that they've done. Yeah, they changed it. But I was also going to say thumbs down to Ogden generally because, Whoa. man, just because Jeez. I just feel like Ogden <laughs> is not doing a good job of supporting Weber State, man. And, mm-hmm. it, and it honestly frustrates me. Like the Montana game, you know, two weeks ago or last weekend. I mean, man, we, we pushed it, the word out all week. Dude, it's Montana. It's the playoffs. Be at the stadium. And the stadium wasn't full, man. And it's just. It's just it just sucks, man. Or like if I go to a basketball game, or like like I told my wife, I was like January was like January twenty fifth, I think. Uh, Montana will be in the D, and I will be there. I'm taking that night off, not delivering pizza. I'm gonna go to the D, and I'm gonna boo the crap out of Montana, whether we win or lose, because I hate those guys. <laughs> but like, you're asking I people mean, to commit suicide sitting up there in that stadium and the dude, bad air. No, no way. The, the the air was it's so much better up there than it is when you get down lower. But. Even in the D, dude. Even in the D, you go to you go to basketball games. Man, ain't nobody there. Mm. And we got a, and, we, true. and we got a big gym, and so it's just true. just thumbs down to that, man. Big. Like, <laughs> though, isn't that also... show up? Show up for Weber State, man, because we've got great squads up there. Women's volleyball, we've talked about. We've talked, you know, softball this year was incredible. Football was great. Like, we've got a lot to be proud of, and I just feel like the sport's not there from the community. So thumbs down to that, man. Show up for Weber State. Because they're bringing they're bringing pride to Ogden. Yeah, I I agree, but I think says the guy that won't even get Weber State plates on his car. Hey, I I'm not gonna. I, I wear Weber State <laughs> on you know Friday. I wear Weber State apparel, uh, but 
I think also we need Brad Mortensen promoting Weber State as well. Weber State needs to promote itself at the same time. It shouldn't be, you know, fantastic alumni like yourself posting on Facebook groups. Weber State has to come out strong. I feel that's true. That's you been a really big problem. are doing the work. Well, yeah. what I would say to that though is, and because there was a guy, so there's a Weber State Facebook group. It's a fans, and so it's just like, and it, and it grew a lot this year. Like I think. At the beginning of the year, that that group was maybe 150, maybe 200 people. It's like I'm now a member of that. group. It's like 360 right now. Yeah, so it's growing. But you could tell that group you got the license plate. There's a reason to do it. People should do that. Yeah, get the license plate. Thirty five dollars goes to scholarships. Yeah, but so w- one person in that group said, you know, I think athletics needs to you know market this better. And I was like, dude, athletics did a fantastic job of marketing this year. They made all these great hype videos that got shared around, like. They're putting out great content. You know, they're, they're always posting on their social media pages about whatever. Like, they're doing everything they can. Like, the alumni need to amplify the message. And it's not there. Everybody's, everybody's bickering back and forth on Twitter about Utah and BYU. And I don't care about your crap, man. Mm. Like, what up? Right. Kids need to be stuck on campus. That would make them care about those games. Maybe. Just show up, man. I've got a big pinky up to... Chris Neville and Katie Owens. Yeah, they both um, they both met with me this last weekend. They're just so passionate about making sure that they're representing the area, that they understand the voice up here. They're both running in Senate 19. If you don't know, State Senate seat 19, again in the seat that's currently held by Alan Christensen. And uh, yeah, I just love them. So if like, they've got these two very different styles, I think. I was kind of afraid that they were asking me to meet so they could ask me to endorse them. And oh. so I spent, like, two days. I used to have the excuse of being the chair, and so I was like, I can't endorse you. And so I thought I was going to not have that excuse, and so you, I was trying to decide. You, you would also use the excuse, sorry, I can't meet, but Oscar can. Meet with him. Mm. That was also They told me they'd already met with you. Used quite a bit. Oh, yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, when, when I was the executive director and, and you were the chair. Oh, yeah, you should talk to Oscar. Yeah. That was my favorite. But um, um, they, uh, what so, was I going to say? So, so they met with you. Oh, so what I, they have these very different styles, right? right. And, uh, like, it's, it's kind of an important choice for Democrats to be making. Like, which of these people is going to be the one that can win this race? Because they do have these different styles. So... If you are a Democrat out there, if you live in the northeastern part of the Ogden area, uh, you're going to have a primary in your district, and you need to be spending. This is going to happen in April. Like This is the election season that is the next four months. That's kind of before the big election season in the fall. So Yeah, because by then, presidential will be passed. I think, what are we, like the first week in March, Kingmaker? Yeah. Utah is? And then caucus night is two well, weeks after that. And this one is going to be decided at state convention. So I think it's April, second week in April or something like okay. that. So you need to get involved with your party now, get to know them, take opportunities in the next few months to get to know these two candidates, and then become a state delegate and go down to that state convention in April and vote and make sure that we get the right candidate because primaries can be tricky and... Sometimes people get through who I don't love. And that's not going to happen in this case because I do love both of these guys. I yeah, really think they're both same. great. Yeah, exactly. And I couldn't decide who to endorse. This is, this is not a Lee Castillo situation. It's not. But oh, I warned God. them both about what happened in the Lee Castillo situation. Oh, jeez. Anyways, um, they're great people. I love that they're doing it. And you need to get out there and be involved so that they're not carrying a big weight on their own yeah. for no. nothing. 
Kingmaker, any so I, I think that state convention will probably be in Salt Lake this yeah. next year, right? Yep. Because even years, it's they they keep it in Salt Lake. Yep, they'll keep it in Salt Lake, and yeah, it's the third weekend in April. I can't remember what whatever the date that is there. Date is, but yep, uh, third weekend, and then yeah, if Chris or Katie can get over sixty percent um, at the state convention, you know that person will then be the nominee. If they oh, cannot get over sixty percent. We go to a primary, which will be in June. June. Yeah, mm. yeah, man. I think I, I don't know. You know, two two great candidates. Mm-hmm. I mean, great folks. I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for for the delegates to decide. Well, and I think what's interesting is this is the first time um, in a long time that the Senate District 19 candidates are going to be from Summit County, not Weber. Mm. And so I I think that'll be an interesting take is that they're both from the same county. It's Summit which does not have the larger portion of delegate shares mm-hmm. that is given to Weber County. Yeah. So but we've I always think, kind of made sure we recruited somebody from Weber. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, they've been spending a lot of time with both of them. have been spending a they lot have. of time. Yeah. Here. No, they've, they've definitely been working hard in this area to, uh, t- to, you know, attract some of these state delegates here in, in Weber County. Yeah. 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 So. Good job guys. I think you're both great. Yep. All right. I think that's it. Let's, uh, I guess let's talk about the socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube sometimes. Yeah, we're on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. We have a Patreon account. We're still... You can find uh, links to all of that, plus our show notes and link to the Patreon. It's all on our website, junctioncitypodcast.com. You guys aren't doing a good enough job of telling your friends. Like, I'm not seeing any kind of uh, that happening. (laughs) <laughs> so invite more people invite yeah please do invite more people to the show tell them about what's going on here in Weaver County and about Junction City Podcast help them help them to know what is up and become a JCP join the Facebook group the Junction City Forum it's a great place to chat with other JCPs I think we're up to 63 or 4 members now in that group yeah that's so, a good little group so it's grown yeah these are folks that care about Weaver County a lot um, left leaning so if you're a progressive, even if you're a moderate, it's a good place to talk about politics. Uh, if you're a if you're a Democrat or a person who leans left in Weaver County, we've got some people who don't lean left that still just you know like local politics. Like who? I think our man Jay Johnson. Oh yeah, totally. No, that's true. Our man Jay Johnson. Yeah, he is. He's not. But that's Jay, right. Jay's a great guy. Uh, is he in the, that's is right. He, we he, don't discriminate. No, uh, yeah, we've had we've had uh, we've had Republicans on the show and yeah. folks that lean right. But um, uh, if you would, in conjunction kind of with sharing the message with your friends and family, please uh, rate us on iTunes or on Spotify. Follow us there. Uh, we'd appreciate it. That helps us to boost the rankings. And whenever somebody's looking for podcasts, we'll get recommended. So it's a, it's a nice thing. Yeah. I promise him a sticker. Yeah, if if you rate us five stars and send us a screenshot as soon as we get the st- stickers printed, we will mail one to you. So, Jeremy Shinoda, we are still <laughs> we are gonna send you a sticker, man. It's, I'm glad we talk about it every week. I know, and and people know that Jeremy Shinoda is the only one that has done it thus far. So <laughs> the day Jeremy Shinoda gets a tick or a dude, sticker, I'm I'm gonna hand gonna deliver it to his house. Show. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna because he sent Tell me the address the already. Yeah, I'm gonna show up to his house. I'm going to put it like I'm going I'm to get like a really fancy envelope and put it in there and then like just stamp the red stamp with like the yeah with yeah. the wax you know yes, like exactly. boom yeah. with, the, with the JCP logo and I just like need one of those and deliver it to him <laughs> that's cool as the as the guy who 
actually rated us five stars. Speaking of that, just real quick, I'm going to make uh, like a backup roster of panelists for when we have panelists who want to spend time with their family rather than come here. And like, I need to get Shinoda on there and Nina. I already talked to Chris Neville about it. Oh, yeah. Have him come up. But we're just going to have this group text. It's like, hey, can you be in the studio in an hour? Because we got a show. Yeah. So watch out for that. Yeah. And we usually record, you know, friends at, of the show at a, at a same t- at the same time. So, yeah. All right. So I guess that's it. Like we say every week. All politics is local. Merry Ooh. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah right now. And uh, happy More Kwanzaa. Cool. Yeah. Happy holidays. What are they celebrating in the Middle East? Uh, the Muslims don't really have a holiday right now. Lame. Yeah, they ate the Fatar and Eid al-Atar earlier in the year. Yeah. It's on a lunar calendar, though, so, it's, so it moves sort of like Hanukkah in that way. All right. All December holidays are local. Yeah. All, all politics is local. <laughs> all December holidays are local. <laughs>